Welcome to Head to Heart Podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Markham. This bi-weekly podcast is designed to be a safe space to admit what we truly believe in our hearts. We all know the difference between just having biblical knowledge floating around in our heads and actually believing that it's true. Until God's truth makes its way into our hearts, nothing changes. We'll be doing a mix of solo episodes and interviews with friends who have experienced the freedom that comes when head knowledge becomes heart knowledge. We'll talk about overcoming lies in our relationships, mental health struggles, and the way we see ourselves. The truth will set you free so that you can walk every day in the freedom God desires for you. It's time to let go of the pressures, insecurities, and burdens. That's not yours to carry. Thanks for joining us. Welcome back to Head to Heart Podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Markham. Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast today because there are a lot of options out there of podcasts you could choose, but you chose us. So thank you in advance. I am so excited to be sharing this episode with you because we're talking about stewarding the season of singleness well. And I have a wonderful guest here today. Her name is Brenna, but specifically Brenna Bond. Come on. Which I think is amazing <laughs> because you've probably gotten this your whole life. If I had to make a guess, but she can say the name's Bond. Brenna Bond. <laughs> Have you really gotten that your whole life? Well, yes, but the thing is, I didn't know what the reference was until more recently than I'd care to admit. <laughs> so I would always say the name's Brenna. Brenna Bond. <laughs> know what these people were saying to me and then they're like is James Bond like a relative of yours I was like yeah like maybe he I, I think he's like an uncle or something. oh my gosh I said that until that's funny and they're like wow yeah. she's like really related to him <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. that okay Brenna tell us who you are what you do what you're passionate about throw in a f- couple fun facts Ooh. if you will well my name is Brenna Brenna Bond <laughs> <laughs> distant relative of James <laughs> um uh, I am from California. I live in now in Minnesota. So um, I do love the snow. I'm not going to lie. Amen. Still, Me too. I'm still blown away mm-hmm. by God's glory revealed in, in different seasons. Um, that's something that I talk about all the time um, with my customers. I'm also a barista at a coffee shop. Um, and I always gush about how beautiful the snow is and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, I love writing and I love words. I've learned, you know, moving away from home, coming to college, and, like, ex- exploring different interests and stuff. I'm like, man, I love words. And I'll catch myself, like, singing some words or looking up synonyms for words. Um, so I'm just really captivated by language and communication. And um, I'm very expectant to see what God's going to do with that one. But, mm-hmm. yeah, so that's me. I also love music so much. I'm always singing. Love me a good hymn. <laughs> um, and I play cajon. Get out. Because I can't play any other instruments. <laughs> and sometimes I just get so excited when I listen to music. So I'm like, I just need to. Mm-hmm. So I hopped on the cajon one day and I never looked back. <laughs> I never got <laughs> off of it. I'm sitting on it right now. That's right. <laughs> that's so, funny. That's me. That's hilarious. <laughs> okay, Brenna, what have you been set free from? <laughs> So much, first of all. Um, But I've been dwelling on the fact that I've been set free from the idea um, that it is on me to write the story of my life, Um, specifically with relationships and friendships and and things like that, specifically with marriage. Um, So I'm 19 years old right now, and I've never been in 
a serious lasting relationship but it's been so amazing to see like looking back now how God has been protecting my heart how he's just had his hand upon me um, guiding me teaching me and the way that he's been guiding my desires and my wants and my needs um, like I look back now and I see that and I've just been blown away because as a young girl you know you grow up and you watch the Disney movies and and all that stuff and you're like wow like my prince charming like my other half he's coming and coming day. to complete me yeah so eighth grade comes I'm not I've not seen anybody and then <laughs> high school comes I'm like I'm I'm still not quite seeing anybody and then college comes and I'm like I wow hmm <laughs> interesting <laughs> um and so it's been really interesting to see how the Lord, I, I used to see it as, man, like, I've never experienced this. I've never gone through this. But I see, wow, God has been protecting me and teaching me um, and guarding my little heart all mm-hmm. these years. And my desire for marriage, um, I used to see it as a thing to fulfill me and to complete me and a, a source of just an extra area of love. But now I, I can see, especially being in, in a Bible college, the glory of the gospel in marriage and that has become truly by the grace of God the driving factor in why I would love to be married one day Mm. because it looks tough and it looks beautiful um but I also see that concept of dying to self to love another broken person as Christ loves them knowing that it is only Christ in me able to love this person is just such a beautiful concept so yeah, it's yeah. just cool seeing how God changes our desires and our mm-hmm. intentions and reminds mm-hmm. them and all that. Yeah, and the motives for our desires behind that. So we have you and I speaking about this topic of singleness, <laughs> and I have only been married for nine months, mm-hmm. so I'm not that experienced or seasoned, and it wasn't that long ago. Mm-hmm. So I'm just really happy we get to talk about this together. And this topic can feel so tender and sensitive because a relationship is usually attached to so much more than just like having someone to hang out with on Friday nights Mm -hmm. or go on dates with. It's usually attached to dreams for our lives, plans for our lives. It's attached to cultural expectations and pressures and our own expectations of ourselves. And a lot of times when we're in this period of singleness, it's so common for lies to just kind of slip into our minds Mm -hmm. because our brains want a story when things happen or don't happen in our lives our brains are like I want to make sense of it I just want to put a story together and we say we don't want just like I don't know this I don't know when it's going to happen we want certainty so we want good guy bad guy Mm -hmm. and a plot and a storyline and a climax and a resolution so we're going to tackle some of the most common lies that can slip into our minds while we're single and I know that I have struggled with these at different points in my life and I don't even think it really has to do with your age because someone who's 35 could be thinking these lies and someone who's 18 could be thinking these lies. I just want to say as a disclaimer, we probably will be talking from a female perspective like when you meet him, when you meet your future husband, when you're single waiting for a man, but I just want to say that this applies to both male and female singles. We're just talking from female perspective because we are both females. So the first one we're going to tackle is the lie, I am behind in life. Yeah, so cultural expectations have a lot to do with how we think about relationships. 
and this isn't always culture as in I go overseas and it's a different culture like just going from one hometown to a different hometown that is a different culture Mm -hmm. that comes with different expectations so for me coming to a bible college um, in the last year I've been a bridesmaid multiple times I played cajon in a wedding yes very awesome (laughs) (laughs) Um, I planned and hosted a friend's baby shower who got married like got married pregnant baby now she has the baby wow yeah Mm -hmm. so I have seen a lot of my own friends where we all started in the same boat about Mm -hmm. a year and a half ago many of them are married and mothers and I'm here not married not a mama although I am a godmother but (gasps) congratulations thank you (laughs) um so I'm just saying like there there is that lie like am I behind you know, am I behind because I'm not even in a relationship? I've just found such comfort, though, in the character of God, in knowing that he is not withholding things from me. Mm-hmm. He is gracious to give me all that I need and all that there is for me right now, knowing that that is fully good and fully perfect for this time. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when we start to believe this lie, like I'm behind in life, It can come from looking at other people's lives around you instead of just being focused on what God has placed in front of you. And it's trusting that, do you really believe God has perfect timing for your life? Do you really believe he hasn't forgotten you and that you're not behind in life at all? Everyone's life goes so differently Mm -hmm. and that doesn't make one better than the other. Right. It doesn't mean that if you don't meet these standards that you have your for your own life, that you're failing. Mm-hmm. God has a plan for you. Mm-hmm. The second lie we're going to tackle, it can be phrased in two different ways. It goes, I'm single because something's wrong with me. Or you could say, I'm single, so God must not think I'm ready for a relationship yet. Hmm. Well, just because you have a godly desire from God does not mean that it is godly for that desire to be fulfilled in that very moment. That is a key crucial thing to note. Instant gratification does not seem to be the Lord's way of doing things, but rather that's the the way of doing things that this world does. You know, Mm -hmm. we have fast food instead of slow cooked homemade meals. We do texting instead of a long love letter with a spray of perfume. Mm -hmm. We say you you up question mark. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, well, which is cherished more? You know, a McDonald's McChicken or Mama's homemade chicken tortilla soup mm. that's been slow cooked, taken days, you know, like to enjoy something in all of its worth. And everything changes when you when you come to take God at his word. This passage I was reflecting on this morning, sitting in my little grandma chair, looking out the window, drinking tea. and <laughs> Everything about that picture. Right. Just I yeah, see that with for the you. sun beaming on my face. <laughs> Come on. Anyways, it's Psalm 145, verses 13 through 16. Um, and just take a moment to, to think about the tangible truth of this passage as I read. The Lord is trustworthy in all he promises and faithful in all that he does. The Lord upholds all who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. That is the character of our God. 
You know, it, it literally, the scripture tells us God gives them their food at the proper time and that he opens his hand and satisfies the desires of every living thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, who are we to think that we're excluded from that? Yeah. Yes, to think that this lie of saying like, well, I'm not in a relationship because something must be wrong with me. That's not a healthy thing to cling on to. Mm-hmm. We should be growing throughout our whole lives and we shouldn't be like reaching for the standard of perfection that we're never going to get. But just because you're currently single does not mean that you're doing something wrong. And we forget that getting into a relationship involves this whole other person too. Mm-hmm. It could have absolutely nothing to do with you in the first place. And to think that you're single because God's just like waiting for you to Mm -hmm. change something, waiting for you to figure out what you're doing wrong, isn't reflecting God's good character. Because if there was something that he wants to reveal to, to you that you can grow in, he will do that as we are growing throughout our whole lives. And that actually reminds me of something that I felt like the Lord, the Lord spoke to my heart a couple months ago was I just had to re relook at all of my motivations for my whole life, mm-hmm. <laughs> looking at my intentions behind the multiple ministries I was involved in, the multiple relationships, just hardcore striving, Jenny, mm-hmm. like hardcore. And I felt like the Lord told me, you don't have to wave your arms at me to get my attention. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't have to, to push and shove and make yourself known to other believers to be known by me. Mm-hmm. You are fully known by me, period. Yeah. And I have just found such rest and peace knowing that <laughs> I, I'm fully known mm-hmm. by the Lord. And that, that is enough. That is more than enough. Yeah. And so now I know that when I serve, when I love others, it is purely out of love for Christ because I know I have his attention mm-hmm. and that's all that's all that matters. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. We always think because we have a limited attention span, we sometimes just put that on God yeah. of thinking like, well, we can't as humans put our attention 100% on two different things. Mm-hmm. But God, as he is unlimited, can give 100% of his attention and love to one person and he can get 100% attention and love to another person too. Yeah. It's not divided. And that just reminds me of the song. It's called Pieces. Do you know that song? Mm-hmm. By Amanda Amanda Cook. Lindsay. Yes, Cook. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, Amanda Lindsay Cook, I'm pretty sure. But she's like, you don't give your heart in pieces. Mm-hmm. And you don't hide yourself to tease us. It's like he can do way more than than we can. His heart isn't divided mm-hmm. as he gives us his love and attention. Amen. Yeah. What a comfort. Amen. Lie number three. If I become comfortable and happy being single, then God will just decide to keep me there. This is so common. I completely understand this one. And I remember thinking in my life, like, well, what if God just, like, skips me if I'm completely satisfied in him? What if he's like, well, thank God she's satisfied in me now, so we don't need a man, okay? So we're never going to give that to her. I have you all for myself now. And... The truth is that when we are comfortable and happy in singleness, we are actually in the best place to enter into a healthy relationship. When you are happy and content being single, you're not reaching for a relationship to give you some kind of security or give you some sort of identity. You're just going to be in a relationship because you enjoy that person. And that's 
purely the reason, not because you need them to complete you in some way. And when people ask me now, as I'm recently married, when they ask me, like, how's being a married woman? Like, any question like that, I genuinely don't know how to answer. First of all, because it's a very broad question, but also because marriage was a life transition and things changed, but I didn't really change. I'm still me. Mm -hmm. The woman who woke up the day before my wedding and the woman who woke up the day after my wedding is the same exact person. And what I dealt with when I'm unmarried in my heart, I still deal with when I'm married. And my relationship status changed, but I still have to live with myself every single day. Also, if you think about it, as you are pursuing the call that God has on your life, regardless of your relationship status, that is where you are way more likely to run into someone who is also pursuing the call that God has placed on your life. Yeah, just like a triangle, right? When you have God at the forefront, the top of the triangle, and you're there on one corner, the guys are on the other corner, and you are both fiercely, just wholeheartedly devoted to pursuing the will of God, what God has placed on your heart to do. You're bound to bump into each other, whether you're meaning to or not. Then you're like, oh, you're here too? (laughs) You're here too. Okay. Yes. So if you want marriage in the future, you have this this choice whether you're going to wait on empty or you're going to wait on full and you don't have the choice whether you wait or not that has been decided for you Mm -hmm. and you're that's not in necessarily in your full control but you do have a choice how you wait lie number four that comes up so often and this is the one i will just say that steams my buns the most is when we hear people say He'll come when you least expect it. So when people say this phrase, he'll come when you least expect it, we sometimes will take that to heart and take it to mean that it is a formula for meeting your future spouse. And we think, okay, so I have to act like I don't want to get married so that God will see me being content in singleness and then give me a spouse. Yeah, the amount of times that that thought has been on the on the back burner of my mind is hilarious. But the thing is, you don't have to trick God, and you can't trick God. You really can't. Into giving you a spouse by pretending you don't want it. Our God cannot be tricked, and he knows the desires of your heart even more than you do. Mm-hmm. And it is possible to be content in singleness while still being honest that you do want to get married in the future. And God is a God who honors honesty. When has he honored this pretending that you don't want something Mm -hmm. or trying to trick him? It just doesn't work like that. So when people say that phrase, like he'll come when you least expect it, I've just taken that and learned that they could be speaking from personal experience, like in their own personal life, that their future spouse walked into their life at a time where they just weren't planning on it, weren't expecting it. But we don't take that as a formula for this is how you meet your spouse. So Brenna, how can singles practically steward singleness well? Very good question. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's something that I've asked myself and I've taken the initiative of asking a bunch of married women, my grandma, people like that, because I I so long to have a kingdom-minded, strong marriage one day. And I've, I've acknowledged that, and I see, okay, 
I don't see how this is a fleshly evil desire of my heart. Mm -hmm. So I acknowledge that. I acknowledge, wow, there's this really strong desire for marriage. So I want to steward this time of singleness where I'm responsible for this unit right here mm -hmm. um, to, to figure out how, how I ought to spend it. So the first phrase that always pops into my head is, today is the only day you can worship God today. I'll say that one more time. Today is the only day you can worship God today. The Lord has put before me opportunities that will change when singleness ends. And so for now, I'm called to steward those relationships faithfully today. And with this mindset, it's difficult to get caught up in anything else, to be here where the Lord has me right now. For we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. That's literally Ephesians 2.10. That is the scripture. We're called to cherish the daily good works he has for us today and to yield to his leading. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not wrong or bad to have dreams or goals mm -hmm. for your future, including getting married as one of them. But you're right, like we only have control over today. Mm -hmm. So like how can we set ourselves up today for success? Yeah. That was really good. Yeah. Also the fact that Faithfulness looks different in different seasons. I have um, this woman at my church. She's a mom. She has two beautiful daughters. Her life could not be more different than mine. We're both, we're very good friends though. And we both call out the faithfulness we see in each other's lives. For her, it's faithful to her children to get them off to their play date and to feed them and clothe them. For me, it's doing my homework, being a good barista, mm -hmm. take talking to my mom, things like that. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> um, but both are we're called to be faithful in both of those things. So I would just challenge you to ask the Lord, what does it mean to be faithful in singleness? Lord, what does it look like to be wholeheartedly devoted to you? And is there anything in my life keeping me from this state of wholehearted devotion to you and you alone, Lord? Um, yeah, ask, ask the Lord to show you that and he will faithfully bring something to mind. There's yes. always something else to surrender to the Lord. Mm -hmm. Another one is, Take this time of singleness to learn to steward you. This means your schedule. This means growing in discipline and practical tasks. How are you handling your family relationships, your friendships? How is your relationship with yourself? Am I a woman of my word to myself? Mm -hmm. How are my um, friendships? And how is my physical health? Do I know how to cook? Things like this. If we have all these, these desires, I want to be a a good spouse and, and all this, but if you can't maintain your own schedule, mm -hmm. like these are just practical things yeah. that if we, you can't be then, hygienic, <laughs> right? If you can't shower faithfully, how can you, how you, can I be faithful, wholehearted <laughs> to you, Lord shower daily? Okay. <laughs> Seriously, like How can I be faithful with much, like taking on a whole other person? That is much. Mm -hmm. So being faithful with the little, that is your own thought life, mental, mental health, mm -hmm. physical health. Yeah. Taking a, a sobering, truthful look at that, that gives you stuff to work on yes. um, with the Lord to heal from baggage from your childhood, from your parents, things like that. Mm -hmm. Also, when you do become interested in someone and you're looking to see, like, could I date this person? Mm -hmm. You're going to look at how they handle their relationships, how they handle their mental health how they handle their friendships. Like those are things that you want to join your life with someone yeah. who is already living a full life. Mm -hmm. So 
living a full life yourself is going to set you up for a healthy relationship in the future. Yeah, absolutely. I think the most crucial part of singleness is to truly learn the character of our first love, our Savior Jesus Christ, to take time to actually meditate on the Word of God. Singleness is a great time to build up the ammo <laughs> of writing the Word on your heart, of knowing Scripture, to call out lies when they come to your thoughts, but also when they come to the thoughts of your significant other and your friends and your family. Mm -hmm. And so I, I've talked to people that are married and have children, and I say, what do you wish you did? What do you wish you did when you were single? And almost all of them have told me, I wish I gave God more time. I wish I just sat at the feet of Jesus a little bit longer and just knew him knew his peace that passes all understanding um, and just meditate on his word mm -hmm. so I think that's so crucial for any person in any season to come back to learn the character of our God because that is the fundamental absolute reality that we stand upon when struggles do come mm -hmm. I don't know if you've ever heard of Elizabeth Elliot um, but her husband was Jim Elliot and they were faithful missionaries to an unreached people group far away in some tribe. Well, Jim Elliot was actually killed by the tribe he was trying to reach, which left Elizabeth Elliot a widow. She has just lived this beautiful, faithful life um, all unto the Lord. And she has this quote that says, I do know that waiting on God requires the willingness to bear uncertainty, to carry within oneself the unanswered question, lifting the heart to God, about it whenever it intrudes upon one's thoughts. And this reminds me of a psalm that really comforted me a couple months ago when I was up at a retreat. And it's Psalms 25. And it begins with, To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. And I got this picture of my hands holding this mess, this chaos. And it was just this yellow swirling stuff. <laughs> and my hands were just lifting it up, constantly lifting it up. And so I've decided to take this verse to you, O Lord, I lift up my soul in a literal sense. And so I'll just sit sometimes and I'll cut my hands and I'll look into my hands and I'll just share all the requests of my heart. I'll let my requests be made known to the Lord and just let them sit in my hands and I'll sit there and I'll ponder them and I'll think about them and um, and then I'll go, woo! <laughs> and for those who can't see me, which is everyone listening, I lifted my hands into the air. With <laughs> like joy. I just don't care. Yes. <laughs> we go, woo! And you just lift it up to you, Lord. I lift up my soul. And in one of her books, Elizabeth Elliot talks about how um, the more we long for something, the more we desire something, it's just more material to be lifted up to the Lord. It is more to surrender. It is a gift and an honor and a privilege to have more material to put on the altar for our God to give him glory. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. Wow. So it can feel pretty easy to turn to a scarcity mindset when we see our friends getting into relationships or getting engaged or having a baby in some way doing something that we're not yet doing. And sometimes when we see our friend mm -hmm. getting into a relationship, we can think like, there's one less Christian guy on the market now. Like, who's going to be left for me? How can we avoid comparison and actually support our friends when exciting things happen in their lives? When our eyes are truly fixed on Christ and we see other people around us going into what God has next for them, 
whether that's a relationship or marriage or moving overseas, um, whatever that looks like, there's no room to look inward and have turmoil and stress and whatever. Like there's no room for that when you're just seeing the kingdom advancing in all these amazing ways, knowing that just because God's goodness is being like made manifest and mm-hmm. seen even more clearly in one person's life does not degrade the goodness and the faithfulness of God in your own life. Mm-hmm. If anything, it encourage it encourages me to see the things coming to fruition, to see, see that our God is not stagnant. He is moving things. He is a God that does things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, when we see something exciting happening in a friend's life, it doesn't have to mean a subtraction mm-hmm. of joy from your life. It's like you have two choices. You can either join in their joy with them, and that ends up in you being joyful also. Mm-hmm. Or you could just isolate yourself. You could throw a pity party. You could think, well, there's one less guy on the market. <laughs> and I just want to say it does not necessarily mean that there's one less guy on the market. You don't know what joining in the joy of your friend mm-hmm. could do for you in that that guy could have a mutual friend and it could come back to you. Like you don't have to view these exciting things as making you be on the back burner. It doesn't mean that's a detriment to you. It could be another added blessing to you. Yeah. Just simply delight in what delights God's heart. Yeah. That's it. It's way simpler. And when our minds go into that yellow mess, I was talking about that chaos again, that needs to be lifted to the Lord, given Mm -hmm. to him completely. Because otherwise we will go spiral deep, deep down when in reality we're meant to delight in God's heart for others. Yes. Like you said, Brenna, it can be evidence to you that God is good. Like, wow, my friend just got into a relationship. If he can do it for her, he can do it for me too. Let that be evidence to you instead of something that subtracts your joy. Mm Believe me, I love being organized just as much as the next person, but I have found a pattern in my life when I try to use a basic planner. It goes like this. I'm going strong, writing down what I need to do until Thanksgiving comes around. And then I forget the planner exists until the new year. In January, I'm committed and excited to get organized, but once March hits, I can't even find the thing anymore. Have you ever experienced this? Do you ever feel like you want to get organized but just don't have the time to? Let me tell you about Life in Order. Life in Order is a business that makes 100% customized bullet journals to help set you up to thrive in your goals, business, relationships, and personal growth. My bullet journal has been a game changer for me, and the best part about it was that it was already set up for what I personally needed in my life. Now I can keep track of how much water I drink and how often I'm journaling. I also requested to put a page in there specifically dedicated to honeybees because who doesn't need more honeybees in their life? You can find Life in Order's products on Etsy.com today to get your own bullet journal set up for your unique lifestyle. You can also use the code JENNY15, that's J-E-N-N-Y-1-5, to get 15% off your personalized journal today. So I highly encourage you, Take initiative to order one, and your future self will personally come back to you of today and thank you.
like what we were talking about before with God's attention, we think like, oh, my friend just got something great added to her life. Does that mean that I get less added to my life? But we have to keep in mind that we serve a limitless God. So all of us get 100% of his heart. It's not that we get this one little portion and it's divided up in between each of us. We each get 100% of his attention and 100% of his heart. Mm. That reminds me of the Psalm. Psalms 32 verse 8 says, He will counsel you with his loving eye upon you. And memorizing that single phrase, Jenny, I kid you not, in the last month, I've just had that phrase on my mind. And so when these all these random thoughts just hit me out of nowhere these random desires to be married in Africa already or something (laughs) like that Uh um I'm just reminded no my God counsels me with his loving eye upon me his eyes are fixed on me Mm -hmm. in the Bible it says that we are the apple of God's eye and something my pastor said is in Hebrew that term apple means like the little man of God's eye which means that you know how when you go look up to someone super close, you walk up to them and you see your own reflection in their eye. Mm-hmm. Like you are the little person in their eye. That is God's eye on us. When he looks so closely at us, we are reflected in his eye as oh, the little man. That's so, so sweet. Yeah. That's wonderful. So some resources that I would recommend if any of this is speaking to you or you've struggled with any of this in, in singleness, Two great podcasts that I would really recommend you listen to. One is Girls Night. This is obviously for just women. It's a podcast by Stephanie Mae Wilson, and she talks a lot about all the different relationships in your life and how to steward those well. And then the second one is called Heart of Dating, and that's a podcast by Kate Warman, and she has guys and girls on that podcast, and Mm -hmm. she talks about every bit of relationships from singleness to marriage and everything in between. If any resources about dating and marriage and family and things like that if any of those are taking precedence over the the very word of god the bible then you you really need to check your heart i fell into this um a couple months ago i was like on this whole kick i was like okay kingdom minded marriage (laughs) the gospel Mm -hmm. okay i started all these books looking at podcasts looking at all these things and my friend was like brenna when was the last time you were just in the word? And I was like, huh. Yeah. It's a good question. Good question. <laughs> and so since then, I've, I've put all those books and all those things that, that honestly have ended up feeding my own idolatry, um, to bring that back in, into the word. And like I said, like just knowing the scripture and the character of God, that is what has truly kept me settled and sobered mm-hmm. during this time of singleness. That's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing all your experience, Brenna. Do you have any final encouragements for our listeners? Well, I will say it's okay when when there's ups and downs in your singleness. And um, it doesn't have to be this over-dramatized thing of I'm I'm in the waiting or whatever. Like, guys, just be faithful to where God has you today. It's so simple. Uh, Worship the Lord in the season that you're in. A couple weeks ago, I was in church, and we were worshiping, and I felt like the Lord, out of nowhere, just said to my heart, this is the only time you can worship me in this season, so worship your heart out. And I just sat, like, stood there, and I was like, whoa, today is the, like I said at the beginning, today is the only day I can worship God today, Mm -hmm. and that is enough. 
So take take comfort in that, take heart in that, because that is all God asks of us is to worship him today. Yes. And amen. Thank you so much for sharing your experience and your advice with us. It was so much fun. So to listeners listening, thank you so much for tuning into this podcast today. If anything we said spoke to you, go ahead and share this episode on your Instagram story or share it with a friend who you know is also struggling with this. And we just pray that you're able to enjoy your singleness in the fullest because God actually does want you to enjoy this season. It's not just something to endure and get through, Mm -hmm. but there are challenges and hardships in every season of your life. It's not just this one. So thank you so much for listening today and we'll see you in two weeks. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Head to Heart Podcast. It's a joy to record them and a joy to have you listen. If you have any topics in mind you'd like us to cover, go ahead and send us a message on Instagram. The handle is head-to-heart underscore podcast. Make sure you subscribe as a way of making sure you never miss an episode. And if you would be so kind, go ahead and leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps out the show so much when you do. We'll be releasing episodes to you every other Friday, so stay tuned and thanks for joining us. Thank you.